When life gives you lemons, what do you do with them? Over here at The Squeeze, we We talk talk about it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Squeeze. The Squeeze, The Squeeze, The Squeeze. The Squeeze. How are you doing that? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Squeeze. I didn't know you could do that. It's really not that impressive. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, it just sounds really cool in these headphones. Fun fact, when I was a kid, Uh like when I was 10, we had um, a neighbor friend of ours who became a good uh, good friend of uh, me and my family's, and he was a DJ on KISS FM. And he would let me every Thursday come on and do a little segment. Oh. And I like had done nothing. Like I hadn't even done Shark Boy by this point. I was 10. And I would um, introduce one of the top 10 songs. I'd be like, hey, guys, it's Taylor Lautner. Welcome to 102.7 Kiss FM. Um, I'm here to, you know, announce the number six song in the top 10 this week. Oh, my gosh. Something, I, I know, an Evanescence oh, song. Oh, wow. Yeah, was one that I introduced. Anyways, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've tickled the ivories with radio. Wow. Back in the day. Wow, look at you. Mm, thanks. Well, what are we doing here? That's a good question. Just getting it out. We're doing here. We're doing an episode of The Squeeze. We're doing an episode of The Squeeze. Yeah. And, uh, Yeah. How are you? How are you feeling? How is your mental health? How is your physical health? And just where are you at in life entering this episode? Great. Had a great week. Okay. I feel like been very productive. It's been a busy week, but it's been a really, really good week. Built with lots of fun things and I'm happy to be doing this. So my physical health is good too. Worked out quite a few times this week. Yeah, you've been crushing it. Um, Very proud of you. Which is not the norm for me, but we're we're getting there. We're doing it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I've actually, I've been, last week was a bit questionable, but this week is good. <laughs> this, this week. Week by week. Week by week. Day yeah. by day. I wanted to open up this episode by just quickly addressing a video that I put out on my Instagram a few weeks ago. And I just wanted to, it was a video where I talked about, you know, some comments uh, that weren't so nice that I saw. And uh, I just wanted to clarify that I did not make that video to start any hate or negativity or by any means be like, pity me. I'm the only person that goes through this. It's was quite the opposite, actually. It really, I mean, thankfully, I said this in the video, but thankfully, I'm in a place now where it didn't bug me or hurt me as much as it would have a while ago. But I know that there's a lot of people out there that it does. And I don't know. I kind of just, I got a little defensive and I wanted to make a video that really just served as a reminder because I feel like we all need to be reminded, myself included, Tay included, all of us. Um, We need to be reminded time to time just the, the impact that our words can have on somebody, even when you don't know it. Um, and it is, it's, it's so difficult because it is so easy to talk and say things and voice your opinions without thinking beforehand. I am incredibly guilty of that. Um, but yeah, really, I just wanted it to be a reminder to anybody that needed to hear it that, hey, you know, be kind and try and think before you speak because yeah. our words are impactful. Yeah. Um even when you don't know it, um, even when it's towards people you don't know. Um, so yeah, I, um, yeah, the response to the video was great and it seemed like it did touch a lot of people. Um, yeah. so 
I was happy about it, but I just wanted to clarify the reasoning behind making it. Now that I've got that out of the way, we can jump into this episode. Yeah. Because this episode, we have something very fun to announce. We have some very special guests with us today. Very special. Honestly, maybe my favorite guest so far. Yeah, probably. Your guests today are us. That's it. Surprise. <laughs> Everyone's like, really? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, cue everybody logging out. No, Don't it's going to be great. We chose to do this because we've had a lot of requests from people ever since we've really even started the podcast to just and from like our friends, family, people we know on the email, just like so many requests for us to occasionally do an episode, just the two of us. Yeah. Talking about whatever is on our mind. So moving forward, we're going to sprinkle in. Yeah, we'll sprinkle them in and be sure to, uh, you can email us the lautner.thesqueezepodcast at gmail.com. If you guys have topics that you guys want us to talk about, questions, you can leave them down in the comments. But yeah, we're excited to do this. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I loved interviewing you. When we started this thing. I guess we haven't done this in a little bit, just the two of us. Yeah, definitely not. But I'm stoked. Stoked. Tay put a story out and asked people for ideas of questions. Um, And I think one of the biggest topics that came up and has been coming up for a long time uh, that people want us to just kind of talk about is it's funny because we don't view it this way. I mean, yeah. we, we know it is this way. I mean, it's not anymore. Taza. Superstar. Oh, my goodness. Hey, you beat me. You passed me on followers on TikTok, so not anymore. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyways, people love the idea of a famous person um, dating a not famous person. Yeah. That's like one of the first questions that people... After, it's literally always like the name question. Yeah a comment about us having the same name and then the question of a normal person dating a celebrity is the next one but that's kind of been a question that's been asked us like our whole relationship and a lot recently for some reason i don't know why um a lot of questions recently from people watching people through social media people in our lives so we decided to do an episode on it and well, not a whole episode on it, but yeah, we'll touch on yeah, touch on topics. Be something. Yeah, so definitely, definitely a lot to unpack there with you know the dynamic of our relationship, the dynamic of our mental health during you know yeah parts of it. Why don't we go back to the very beginning? The very very beginning. Yeah, when we when we first started dating. um, I do want you to tell this story because it is an incredible story. But when we first started dating, we did kind of make the choice to try and keep our relationship private for as long as possible. Um, And I think that just came from... Well, I mean, you've definitely been private with your relationships and you're not going to like just start posting about some random girl, you know, a month after knowing her. Yeah, of course you'd want to make sure something is like solid. Yeah. Before announcing it. But I I knew we were solid and going to be something special, you know, right off the very top. And we were together for what was it? Like seven, eight, nine months before we announced it. Yeah, ten probably. Yeah, because we yeah we announced it on Halloween. Yeah, the day after, um, and we started dating in the beginning of that year. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we did we did last a while longer than I thought we would um, before talking about it. Um. But yeah, I think I think for the the biggest reason was I have had public relationships in the past. Yeah. And it just adds. It adds a whole new layer and level to the relationship that 
yeah. is just not normal. Yeah. And it's tough enough navigating any relationship. Yeah. Right. But then add in everybody else's opinions and people picking your relationship apart and people following you and you, you know, privacy loss, just like all of the different things that come with a public relationship. It's like, man, relationships are tough. Yeah. Add all that in. um, It's just a lot. So I just, I wanted to protect what we had and you were so understanding of that. And I mean, that's how I, that's how I knew she was the one is not once was she like, really? Like, yeah. can you talk about me? Like, I, I need people to know that you're with me. Like, she didn't care at all. I mean, clearly it took 10 months of us dating before we talked about it um so yeah I mean I think it was great and but I think that's where that came from just the wanting to keep it as something special to ourselves for as long as we could yeah yeah and I'm definitely happy about it that we did it that way yeah because I didn't like you said it definitely adds pressure so we were able to like really like grow in our relationship and learn about each other without any outside forces obviously there was like some things here and there but it wasn't like yeah I was gonna ask I mean were your feelings ever hurt or were they ever like really I, I, I wish he would you know talk about me show me off because we all want to we all want to feel like our our person is like proud of us and want to like put us on this pedestal and like yeah. show us off to the world I don't think I was ever like upset about it at all especially just because you did a very good job of making me feel important like in real life um when we would like go out or when we go wherever you would still like introduce me as your girlfriend you know of course like you weren't like this is my friend like we weren't like (laughs) that crazy about it like that would have been a problem (laughs) yeah yeah that probably would have been (laughs) would have been a deal breaker yeah we wouldn't be sitting here right now yeah they definitely like going out and not holding hands in the beginning was probably an adjustment. Yeah. Because I was probably like, this is odd. But I mean, I understood. And who am I to like ask? Like, I mean, not who am I? Because it it is valid for me to ask questions. But like to understand, you know, the whole world was so new to me. So to like understand that, I mean, didn't really take long, but you just made me feel so comforted. So I don't think I like ever was hurt. Definitely the holding hands out in public or like affection out in public was an adjustment. But that was tough for me too because, you know, I am a physical touch. Yeah. Hand holder, hair twister. So, yeah, Uh, that was painful. Yeah. But I mean, you you definitely just did a good job of like validating me. I remember one time we were, I think we were like flipping through channels or something and Shark Boy and Lava Girl was on. And I like filmed part of it and like put it on my Snapchat and you were like, you were like, why'd you put that up? And I was like, cause it was funny. And at first I was like, is he really not wanting me to like put that on my Snapchat? That is just like a few people, like a few, like, I mean, not a few people. It was like people I went to high school with whatever. Um, and it, your response or your reasoning behind it, I just like found very like profound. You were like, I have no idea what you were about ready to say and do, you remember do not this? remember this so uh you're like i don't want our first public thing being a video of me as a 12 year old shark like i want it to be us as a 12 year old shark yeah you're like i want it to be us together like and like that's like good i think it soon after that we did end up going public but at first i was like i can't put shark boy on my snapchat and then I don't have a Snapchat anymore, just if anyone's wondering. Um, if there's a fake account out there. But at first I was like, I got like a little defensive. But then you were like, I explained it. And you were like, I want it to be us. I don't want like you just putting me as a t- little shark on your story being like, 
what is the first thing that people know about us? And I was like, hey, that's like really valid and really sweet. Um, okay. That's so funny. You don't remember that? No, it's not funny. at all. That's so funny. <laughs> I am very, I'm very proud of that 12 year old little shark. Just to clarify. So normally I like to, I like to get dressed up for you guys. So usually when we record, I put on my best pair of jeans and a nice shirt. Uh, meanwhile, Girl Tay is pretty much always in sweats because she really values comfort. Mm-hmm. And so do I. And, but I try. But today I feel like I've come over to the dark side. Yeah. And I've just... I said, screw it. Yeah. It's a comfort kind of day. Yeah. I love being cozy. And it feels good. Yeah. Coziness is great. I get it. And co- cozy and cute. Yeah. Is even better. Yeah. You know, it's cozy and cute. Huh. Cozy or a luxury line of loungewear. Oh. oh. I see what you did there. <laughs> you guys have heard us talk about it before and we will continue yes. to talk about it because we, we will not shut up. We will not. Um, we just love Cozy Earth from their bedding to their loungewear. Uh, we wear, use their stuff all the time. We sleep in it every On night. On the daily. Yeah, literally. Their stuff is made from bamboo and it's great. It's some of the softest material. If you think about it, it's actually what we spend most of our time in because we sleep in it every night. Yeah. All night. And then even we wear their stuff during the day or pajamas before bed. We yeah. legit spend a decent amount of time in their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we are big fans of Cozy Earth and Cozy Earth has provided us an exclusive offer for you guys today. Um, up to 35% off site wide when you use code the squeeze. So go ahead and head to their website, Cozy Earth, uh, for 35% off with code the squeeze. It's a great deal. Go get cozy. Go get cozy. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. The day we posted, it was the morning after, were you going to go into this? No. Oh. Um, was the morning after our Halloween party that we threw. And we just had like such a good night, like hosting a party together. We barely even like saw each other throughout the night, but it was like, we were like, when we saw each other, we were like, like, you good? You good? Yeah. Love you. <laughs> like we were like, it was business. just like it, We, but like in sync and loving business like yeah. we were obviously had things to do yeah, we're hosting we, a bunch we of people to, yeah we love to throw but it was parties. like like just like a cool thing we had never done before and the next morning you i was sitting on the couch and you came up to me and you were just like saying that you were ready to share and that last night just showed a new you're like last night just showed a new level of us and our relationship and how strong we are and yeah, there was something about the two of us putting together this big old party and event for yeah. all of our separate friends yeah. to come together in one place. Yeah. And um and just something about the two of us doing that together and seeing all of the people we were able to get to come together and just have the best night ever. Yeah. And just feeling like proud of us. Yeah. And I yeah. cried when you were like, I'm ready to post. I cried. I got a little emotional because I was excited. <laughs> and then like the next 24 hours, I feel like we're just chaos. <laughs> and a good, not really for us, but just like online was chaos. That was the first time I've ever seen like my name or face in articles. It was like, yeah. I think the first one was like Enius that posted. Taylor Dome? Yeah. It was kind of weird seeing all that yeah. stuff, but. Can we quickly, before we continue on, in the chronological story, uh-huh. just jump back to the moment where we were starting to talk. Uh-huh. And um, shortly after we started to talk, 
um, I had to go to London to film a show called Cuckoo. Uh, before I left, I, I said to Tay, I was like, we, we'd been talking at this point for like three weeks. And I was like, by the way, like I have to leave in February to go to London to film a show. Like no pressure whatsoever. I know that you've known me for three weeks, but if you want to come, um, would love to have you visit. And I did not think she actually would or consider it, but thankfully she did. She was only 20 at the time. She was a baby. And yeah, I mean, at that, so then February, so I guess uh, a month and a half, two months into us talking, you came to London and it it was, I mean, people that we have told this story are like, oh my gosh, that's like a Princess Diaries moment. Yeah. Um, because it was Tay's first time, like, traveling overseas, like, being, and by the way, I didn't pay for this. This was... Um, production. Production. But first class on, like, British Airways, um, like... A first class lounge and a the, lay flat seat. I you just gotta tell the story really quickly because it's just <laughs> so funny. Do she it. didn't know anything. Yeah. I didn't like tell her, hey, by the way, you know, you're flying first class. Like I didn't give her any details. I just yeah. wanted her to I think to when experience. I got my ticket, I knew because I think it said I think it said it on the ticket, so yeah. then I knew. But it was only like my second time traveling like by myself ever i think the first one was like an hour flight somewhere and then here i am flying by myself (laughs) from la to london but so i get to the i get to the where should i start like yeah airport airport so i like go to check it i check my bag and um the lady who's checking me in she is like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I can't let you into the lounge because you're not 21 yet. Um, because there's just like open alcohol in the lounge, apparently. And she was less than a month from being 21. Yeah, but I didn't know what an airport lounge was. So I was like, oh my gosh, no, totally fine. It's whatever. It's totally fine. And the lady felt like so bad. And I was like, don't feel bad. Like, it's fine. Just I had no clue what I was missing out on. Um, and then she's like, I can give you a food voucher. I was like, great, like the perfect. I don't have to pay for the airport food. It's marked up anyways. I'll go get something good. <laughs> uh, so I check my bag, go through. Um, I end up just getting like this pre-made just like sandwich that's like in plastic in like a fridge at yeah, like a turkey and cheese. Yeah, sandwich. not Starbucks, but whatever their coffee thing that was in the terminal was. And that's like what I ate because <laughs> I was like, this is going to be a long flight. I'm going to like need to eat food. So You're like, I don't want to have to like get hungry on the flight. Like I should have a meal before I get on the plane. Yeah. So she got this pre-made turkey yeah. sandwich. I had the sandwich and then I got like a couple snacks of like nuts and whatever else I got. Um, and so they call like my boarding group. I board the plane. Um, and I like go to turn to like go to my seat and I see like these freaking like cubicles of seats <laughs> and um, <laughs> the uh, flight attendant when I walk in they're like champagne and they like just handed everyone champagne and I was like uh and I was like oh well, I can't really drink this but I guess we're going to London so I can't drink it <laughs> um, and so I like sit down in my seat and this is the first time I've ever like been in a first class seat and I'm like Taylor has not prepped me at all. I'm very confused. I didn't want to tell her anything. I, I don't know why. I, I kind of just like throwing her into the fire with stuff like this. <laughs> you really do. Jeez. <laughs> uh, it's a very common it's theme. for me. But I'm like sitting there and I'm like, oh my gosh, this TV, this bed, whatever. And then like someone comes up, asks like, I don't know what food or asks for like a drink before we go up or something. I was like, no, I'm fine. And they're like, okay, let us know uh, when you're ready to go to bed and we'll make your bed for you. And I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, you don't need to make my bed for me. But then I now realize that that's what they do. Uh, but I was like, I don't need help doing that. Like, it's fine. I can do it myself. They also have like award winning chefs. Yeah. For British Air and like a five course meal. Yeah. So, she just downed this. So trick. we get up and 
um, they like pass out the menus and I'm looking over the menu and <laughs> this flight attendant comes over and she's like, what do you want for dinner? And I was like, actually, like, do you have any fruit? And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, like I, yeah, I just, I just ate my $5 pre-made turkey sandwich. <laughs> I'm too full to have my five course Michelin star meal now. Um, I'll just take some fruit. And I was like, whatever you have is great. And she comes back. She was very, very confused why I wasn't eating food. But mind <laughs> you, I had no clue what the food, like, I didn't, I didn't even know there was food. And then I saw many. I was like, I already ate. I'm fine. Um, also didn't know if it cost money. So I wasn't about <laughs> to eat, eat this five course meal. Um, and she comes back with this fruit basket. The way the light was like hitting, it was this basket of like every fruit you could think of. It was the bougiest fruit basket ever. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is funny. Just whole bananas, yeah. oranges, apples, all everything. Um, kiwi oh my favorite so that that was that and I munched on it a little bit for dinner and then I like went and changed into the pajamas that they give you um and on my way back this was this truly was your princess diaries moment I know on the way back to the seat one of the flight attendants was like do you want me to make your bed um and I was like I can do it can you just show me how to do it because I felt bad making them do it yeah Um, I still do and they were like, no, 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 I'll do it. So then I felt so awkward just standing there, like having them do it. But then they like make up your bed with a comforter and a blanket and a pillow and all of these things. And then I tried to sleep kind of really because I was really excited. And then after dinner, well, after seeing everyone eat their food, I then understood what that, what was going on. So then at breakfast, I did get breakfast. Um, we also have a photo of the breakfast too. Maybe we'll put it up. Um, then the breakfast was just, immaculate but yeah and I then that whole flight happens absolutely just insane I get off the plane there's a guy standing like with my name on a sign picking me up I've never been picked up by a driver from the airport before Uh, also I've never been to London so it's my first time in London and he's driving me and I'm like loving looking out the windows driving just seeing everything and get to the hotel Taylor's standing out there and takes me up to his room and he has it's I so I flew on Valentine's Day so I got I landed the 15th I flew I left on Valentine's Day and he had this big thing of like chocolate covered strawberries because those are my favorite and like champagne and like the past like 15 hours of my life have just been absolutely insane so Taylor's like pumped I'm there so excited like (laughs) to show me everything to take me to this new city that he loves too and I'm just standing there, like, just like blank. Mute. Like, nothing's going on. And Taylor's like, are you okay? And I'm like, you know, I'm so great. I'm just, I'm really overwhelmed. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. At first, I was like, oh, is she, like, regretting coming? She, oh, dang, she wishes she didn't come. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just, like, completely stunned at what my life has been the past 12, 15 hours prior. Um but yeah, that was my, that was my like Princess Diaries experience. Do you want to give one last small tidbit that I think the um, listeners would enjoy? What? Who was sitting next to you on the flight? <laughs> uh... So she lands, she lands in London and did you know the whole time or? No, we stood up. Okay. Yeah. So she lands in London, has been on this you know, playing for 12 hours, the lights come on, everybody stands up out of their seat to walk off of the plane. And she looks over and um, sitting next to her um, for this whole experience was um, Mr. Team Edward himself, Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Co-star. Did you, uh, did you freak out a bit? She's, you know, I was, for those that I think don't I was know, more, she is Team Edward. I think I was more, I'm not anymore, shush. I think I was more just freaked out by that because I was like, what are the odds? A, I'm flying to London. A, I'm flying on a first class seat. There was two A's. Oh, sorry. B, I'm flying on a first class. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think of all, well, they were both on the plane. A, I'm flying to London. A, <laughs> I'm in a first class seat. A, I have a driver. A part, a part two, I'm in a first class <laughs> seat. Um, I'm going to see you, which is just like crazy because I never thought that 
would be happening. I'm having this crazy experience. Then out of like anyone possible on like these 15 seats up here, one of them was Rob, who like literally, it was, it was just, my mind was like, I can't process. It's a pretty funny story. I don't know. The irony in it is just like, or the coincidence of it. It's just like wild. Yeah. I get a kick out of that story. So. Yeah. Were you scared to date a normal person? I mean, at that point, before you, my longest relationship was with a normal person. I love well, that we was, call them a normal person. Was, I mean, that was also before you were like famous, though. So. No, I, I wasn't. I, I, if anything, it's, I didn't know you well enough at that point to know how you would interact when, you know... We're over at a friend's house and one of the people at, you know, a party is Justin Bieber. And like, I'd known you for two months at that point. So I didn't know how you, but that was just something I was going to learn and we were going to hope for the best. Yeah. And, um, that, yeah. Now we know that you're cooler around Justin Bieber than I am. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I wasn't. I wasn't worried at all about that. I, I already immediately when we started talking, it was incredibly refreshing. And I was like, this is awesome. So it didn't really, it wasn't that long of a curve where I was concerned about that because right off the bat, I was like, wow, you are cool. And yeah, you are truly refreshing. And Mm -hmm. uh, you do a lot more important cool work than I do. You literally save lives. So that's much cooler to me than being in the industry. Hey, everyone has an important job. That is very true. Very true. What makes the world go round? I just respect yours um, a little bit more than mine. That's all. Yeah. A lot of people have asked me this and some of my friends, I even feel like have witnessed it firsthand. just kind of my introduction into the entertainment world, the industry world, um, how that was. And um, like we said before, you're always so, we're and are still always so great with introducing me, making sure I'm part of the conversation. But obviously it was a little more important to me when we first started dating especially because we were, I was in these new environments of going to an after party, going to uh, whatever it may be, someone's birthday, a house party, uh, whatever it was, uh, all very new environments for me. But um, you did a very good job at including me in conversations. But I think the first like negative thing I experienced with it uh, would be people brushing me off because I a wasn't famous b didn't have anything to offer them whatever it was there'd be times where you would be like like you would be talking to a person and then you'd be like this this is my girlfriend Tay and then they literally be like hi and then just like not even like almost blocked me out of the conversation that like happened like quite a few times where Mm -hmm. you would like try to involve me in the conversation and people like literally could give two flying craps about two flying craps i i watch your mouth i changed the word i was gonna say um (laughs) but they just didn't care to have a conversation with me um at all and happened multiple times throughout i mean honestly before we even like went public with our relationship i feel like that really happened even like in our home home sometimes that happened and that was definitely like the first negative thing that kind of happened i mean luckily I feel secure in myself and you definitely made me feel secure. So um, it we were like able to get through that. But it's definitely an interesting dynamic that the industry offers of like, oh, you can't bring anything to the table. Okay, thank you, next. Yeah, rather than just humans are humans. Yeah, and, and like knowing people on like a personal level. Yeah. And not a materialistic level. Yeah. And you are, this is a huge thing for me, what she's talking about right now, because I've had to deal with it 
you know, almost my whole life. And there's nobody that I'm more protective of with that than her. So, yeah, if you, uh, that wouldn't fly today. And I, you know, I don't think it really happens today. Yeah. But I feel like in the, the first year of us dating, we went out a lot and we were like, yeah, in places that it is more likely to have that response than the people, you know, yeah. how we choose to spend our time now. But my entire life and still today, the number one way I judge somebody's character is how they treat the people that I'm with, mm-hmm. not me. So if we're at an event, we're anywhere and somebody wants to talk to us, whatever, if they are only interested in talking and looking at me when I say, and this is my friend X, Y, and Z. Yeah, when somebody takes the time to talk with friend X, Y, and Z just as much as me, I go, okay, this is a solid person. Yeah. Um, but you know, you know immediately <laughs> when you start talking to people and you introduce them to your friends, your girlfriend, your family, whatever, and yeah. they just zero in on you and act like your friend's family or girlfriend isn't even in the room. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's, I'm going to have this conversation and then we're going to start talking to somebody else. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, I definitely, people, people are nice to me. I know that. So I don't, I, I judge people's character based off how they treat my friends, my family, people that are with me, not yeah. me. Yeah. We've been asked uh, after we started dating and after it, you know, was public. Did you experience any sort of people coming out of the woodwork that you hadn't, you know, heard from or talked to oh. in years all of a sudden? Absolutely. <laughs> And how did that make you feel? It made me feel great. No, I don't know how it made me feel. No, I mean, maybe it did because it gave me like the opportunity to be like, you just like made my high school experience like. Yeah. Who who did this happen with? Obviously, you're not going to give any names, but <laughs> are, is it mainly people from like school? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. People that I was one of those people that like knew everyone in high school, but I knows everyone but friends with no one like that type of thing mm-hmm. like I had like a few, my few like close friends and like my dance team girls uh, but I didn't really like I knew I feel like I knew a lot of people but that was kind of it but I mean yeah I definitely like experienced bullying in high school and when we started dating the follows came on Instagram or the messages started coming in of like replying to a story of mine, OMG, so cute, or whatever. From people that weren't so nice to you in high school. Yeah. <laughs> and like, totally forgiven them. Like, high school's high school, and obviously things are different, but I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not going to turn around and be all fine and dandy friends with you. Yeah. Because you just like made me cry in a bathroom stall. Yeah. Or, you You learn who your real friends are in this world. When you are at your lowest, yeah, not your highest. When you're when you're on top of the world, you're crushing it. Everything's great. You have nothing going wrong in your life. Everybody's gonna want to be friends with you. Yeah, but when you are when you're struggling, when you're going through that rough season, who's there? Who's showing up for you? Yeah, that's that's your real friends. I have a question out of curiosity for you. Hmm. I think I might know this answer. Uh-huh. But if you had to choose one thing um, that has been the hardest about, you know, being in a public relationship to this date, what would that be? Is there one moment you can think of or something that you're like, yeah, you know, it's worth it's worth being married to you, but that one did suck. I mean, there's a couple that come to mind, but I think that the biggest one and definitely the one that definitely had the biggest impact on me was our wedding 
photos being leaked, not leaked, but someone, someone leaked where our wedding was and, um, paparazzi came and got some footage of us having our first look together and our bridal party photos and some photos of just the two of us. Um, and that was some intimate moments. Um, that was hard, especially because we like went like our wedding day was just like truly like one of the best days ever. Everything absolutely went so perfect. It was the most beautiful thing. Like literally I was walking down the aisle saying, holy crap, this is not real right now. Every, like to the flowers, to the tableware, to everything was just out, out of this world. And we planned the entire thing and I knew what it was going to look like, but it was just such a perfect night. All the people we had there yeah. was perfect. We you know, had a, a pretty small wedding. I actually think it would be a very small wedding, I think. Um, but just the perfect, you know, group of people there. And An intimate night that, yeah. you know, we wanted to be intimate and just kind of private. And then, you know, the next morning we wake up and we're like, on cloud nine. So excited, just like reminiscing. And then all of a sudden our wedding planner sent us a link to an article uh, that had photos of us in it from, yeah, from our first look, bridal party, ones of us two, like literally like Taylor and I's reaction to us like seeing each other for the first time in our little outfits. And it was rough I think it like kind of took me a second to like process it because like going to the grocery store and getting photographed going out to dinner going to a party and like paparazzi following you or taking photos that's like one thing but from a day that was so intimate but also such like an intimate moment um really just like wrecked me and I felt so violated and like I think violated is just a word like it was just an invasion of privacy and it was something that you know I've drained of you know yeah getting married the invasion of privacy for sure and it was a very intimate moment it was our they captured our first look the first time we ever saw each other on our wedding day um you know in her dress and everything. So the moment itself was, you know, an unfortunate one. But I think in addition to that, it also is just like, you get so excited to, you know, choose what photos, once you get your photos and stuff, what, you know, you're going to release and share for the first time. Yeah. And, um, you know, that was kind of taken away from us as well because yeah. there's photos, crappy, horrible paparazzi photos plastered all over the internet. Yeah. And, you know, we lost that that fun control of choosing what our favorite photos are to for people to, you know, see for the first time. Yeah. And it was just like, my response to it was just like, I I literally just bawled. Yeah, she took it a lot rougher than I did. I had to, but I, I, I got it. I was frustrated, but I was like, it's fine. We still, we still are going to release all of our photos. It's, it's fine. It doesn't take away. That moment already happened. It was beautiful. It doesn't take away from that moment. But I could just tell um, she was really hurt and affected by it. So I had to just be there for her um because um i could see how upset she was you're very good at comforting me during that and yeah i think i was just really overwhelmed with um well i mean we didn't even really we didn't announce anything about our wedding either and that was like a choice that we made to keep everything leading up to it very private uh because we wanted the day to be private and we wanted to have a moment with us and our closest friends and family. That was rough. And it definitely still gets me a little 
um, emotional thinking about how the effect that that had on me, but we posted the photos and they looked 10 times better than, <laughs> than those, those did. Absolutely. But that would, that would definitely be the hardest thing. Luckily, I don't think we'll ever have to go through that again or anything <laughs> close to that. Maybe with a baby, but um, that was... Baby. What? Uh, that was... Oh, my gosh, Josh. Another thing that isn't that hard, but the wedding thing's definitely, like, the hardest part so far of being married to a celebrity. The second thing that is just kind of weird, not really hard, but just weird, is you just have to see your ex-girlfriends a lot. <laughs> some of them I enjoy seeing, and some other ones... I enjoy seeing because I have been fans of them prior to knowing you. So that's why I still enjoy seeing them. But it's just weird that. Yeah, it's just not normal. Yeah. It's not normal to have to turn on Netflix or go on the Internet and see photos or a movie. Yeah. Or if I want to watch a project of yours, it's probably an ex-girlfriend in it. Right. So, um, so that is definitely. a Yeah. Like, when's the last time you saw an ex of mine on? Yeah, that's why I'm saying it's you know? not normal to have yeah. to see that stuff yeah. all the time. And you... It's a thought. You do very well with it. I would I would do much worse. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I commend you uh, with that. But hey, there are, there are a couple exes that you... um. Are fine seeing. Yeah, I enjoy seeing them a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, do we want to do a little fun part to end where we pull out your phone? Yeah. Maybe if you're okay with it, could I get it and just kind of rapid fire some questions? I can grab it. Okay. Are you ready? I think I'm ready. Okay, so these are all questions um, from people that responded to Tay's story about... uh, what we should talk about on this fun surprise episode. Okay. Okay. Question number one. Who snores more? You. Yep. That is the correct answer. Do I ever snore? No. 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 You're an actual angel. You're like you sleep like an actual angel. Except that photo I got of you sleeping this morning was so cute. Uh, okay. My gosh, she was all cuddled up. Okay. Tay. How did your parents feel when you started dating a celebrity? Oh. Yeah, that is a good question. How did your how'd your parents feel? Hi, Ram. Thanks for joining. That's a good question. I mean, my parents knew that you were into me before I knew you were into me. That is to true. To be specific, my dad knew, which is crazy because I've never had that conversation with my dad before. But I mean, usually when you do ask for somebody's number and you're texting them and whatnot. But it was just like laid back. Like, it was very, and then you followed me on Instagram when we were visiting family and my dad was like, oh my gosh, he likes you. And I was like, dad, he just followed me on Instagram. He doesn't like me. Dad knew. Her dad knew. He knew. For sure. Knew what I was up to and what my intentions were. I think they were. They, well, you came over before, before you left to film, you came over and met them. Yeah. Yeah. I I wasn't going to have you fly across the world to London to see a guy that they had never met before. Yeah. No, you left a great impression. Our, um, she's now passed, but our family dog, um, she, her name was Skye. Mm -hmm. She would bark at, she mainly didn't like men. Um, but if she like, liked your energy, sometimes she like would only bark for like a little bit, but she always like always barked at people, especially men. Um, Taylor walked in the front door not a peep came out of her. Nothing. And me and my parents were both like, whoa, like this dog knows that he's like a good person. Clearly she knew that you were the one because here we are today. But that was, that was wild. But so maybe that, we have Sky to thank yeah. for our relationship. Our sweet, sweet Sky. But you approved. did, you did, you did a great job at dinner and you're a oh. lovely human. So well, I they loved you. That. That's very kind. Here's one for you. What were your preconceptions of Boy Tay before meeting him? And how did that affect things? I don't know if I had any. I never have been the type to like pay attention to like celebrity world. So I don't think I really like. And in my brain, like you 
and like the guy who played Jacob and Twilight are like two different people. If yes. that makes sense. Like meeting you, it wasn't like I was meeting the guy that was, I guess at first I didn't know like if it was just me you were talking to or like how, if you did date people, if you just like dated a rep, like I didn't know like what the rundown was. So I was definitely like a little bit nervous in the beginning of like intentions or like what, what it was going to look like. Yeah. All right. Next question. Are y'all's astrology signs accurate? I have no clue. Uh, yeah. See, I don't know. We don't know too, too much about... I think mine's accurate. I'm a Pisces. Mine, from what I know about mine, mine seems accurate. And I think yours does too. Yeah. I am what, so an I've Aquarius. Been told, so I've been told that my, I am my sign. Are you? Pisces. Pisces. Yeah. Pisces. Pisces, yeah. Aquarius. Um, Let us know. Yeah. Let us know if... Yeah, if we're compatible. If we're compatible and if we seem like we would be an Aquarius and a Pisces. Because we don't really know too much about it. Okay. You ready? Who kissed who first? Yeah? Yeah, I did. You do stick to this story. I'll give you that. Story? That's the facts. What? What happened? We were like right there and you just weren't making a move. So then I went in. I, don't, I am terrified of making moves. It's just something, yeah, I don't think it's a strength of mine. No, I made, I made the move. You're welcome. Okay, but I, I, I set up the move. You set it up. Yeah. I laid, laid all up. the groundwork and I set it up nice for you. Yeah. And you just you, had to do the last you, inch. You got the assist. Okay, thank you. Okay, last one. Okay. Somebody would like to know, how did he plan his proposal to you? Ooh. I need to give my boyfriend some pointers. Mm. All right. So planning the proposal. This was, well, technically the question was for you, but you didn't know how I. Yeah, well, maybe they're asking you. I really, really wanted it to be an awesome surprise. I wanted, we had been, and I recommend this, everybody's different, but I, we had openly been talking about, you know, plans of marriage and getting engaged, you know, within a time period. Like, I don't like the whole, like, we just don't talk about it at all. And like, there's a chance that somebody could get on one knee and they're not on the same page. Yeah. Like, just why not openly talk about all of that? Yeah. You, you should have talked about marriage. You know, yeah. Just, I mean, definitely for some people, that's a hard conversation, but yeah, it, it definitely helped that we, you know, we loved each other and both saw a future and both were very open about knowing we were going to spend forever together yeah. long before we actually got engaged. And we both wanted to make sure for each of us that we both were in the, the right headspace. stage of life and yeah, he mental headspace and, yeah. you know, work space, just everything we both wanted separately wanted to be in a place where we were like, okay, now feels like a great time. But with that being said, I did want it to be a shock. So I actually, Tay had brought up to me that she was going to be going to this like event thing. But the, the event, it, it wasn't at one specific time. She kind of decide when she wanted to go. So I got a hold of one of our friends who she was going to go with. And I was like, hey, I know you guys are going to go to this thing. Can you schedule it for this time on this day? Because I eventually knew the day that I wanted to do it, which was 11-11. Because Tay loves numbers and meanings behind numbers. And I finally decided 11-11 is the day. Um, and then I even thought so far out that 11-11-21 was when I was going to propose. And the next year, 11-11-22, which she was going to really love those numbers, um, we could get married if we wanted. Um, and because uh, I, I looked and saw it was a weekend. And on the night I proposed to her, I, I told her, if you want to get married a, week, a year from today, let's do it. And that's what we ended up doing. But she goes with our friend to this event. 
And the second she leaves the house, I have a few of our best friends show up and set up the house. I I used to always just openly ask Tay, like, how do you want me to propose? What would you like? What's your dream world here? And she all the time was like, I don't care. Like, this is just Tay's personality. She doesn't care. She's not a bougie person. She doesn't need anything special. Um, Sometimes it's fantastic. Sometimes it's annoying. (laughs) But um, she was like, I don't care. Just do it in the kitchen one day. Like, I just want to be engaged. I just want to be with you. I was also at the point where I was like, okay, we're really encroaching on some time we've been together. (laughs) But no, I had, I did... I did always want an engagement that was like at home, like while I'm doing the dishes, just like yeah, I turn around and you're like, on, a, on a knee, something intimate and special and simple. Yeah. So I did do it at home in the kitchen like she had requested, but I like to say that I, I did it big in the kitchen. Um, yeah. So all of our, our our best friends showed up right after she left the house and for a few hours helped me set this up. Um, if you haven't seen photos of it, you can go on either of our Instagram pages. I had the help of a friend who is one of the best florists in the world, Mr. Jeff Lethem, um, helped me out with some incredible flowers. Um, and, um, yeah, we, we set the sucker up and, when they were on her way home, her friend was keeping me updated the whole time. And she walked in the house and I had a really special song playing throughout the house, um, which ended up being the song that she walked down the aisle to mm-hmm. um, that one of our best friends recorded for us. Yeah. Um, and... I got down on one knee and uh, I locked that up. You did? And we went and we had a little dinner after. And I think that's where I told you that 11-11 next year is uh, a Friday and we can can do it if you want to. I know. It was so special. I remember being at dinner, like flipping my ring into my hand because I didn't want people to know because I was enjoying our moment so much. So I was like hiding my hand all dinner. And we went to one of our favorite restaurants on the planet. But another thing I remember about being at dinner afterwards is I was like, I don't really want to be here right now. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm not even that hungry. Kind of just want to be on the couch or whatever, just soaking this in with you. So if I did have advice and obviously everyone's different, maybe don't schedule a dinner. Or maybe do it after dinner. after yeah. yeah I, I imagine that's how most people would do it. I think the choice for me to go, yeah, let's get engaged and then say, all right, let's hop in the car and now go to dinner was. Hey, yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. And then we got home from dinner and our friends that had helped set up her there. So I got to see yeah. them. I was very excited about. Yeah, we got to celebrate with them. Yeah. And then we left the next day to go celebrate in Paso where we ended up where getting we married. Getting married. Yeah. Full circle moments. Love that. Well, thank you for all of your questions you submitted. Yes. Um, thank you for questions you've emailed so we could talk about this, you know, subject and all the stuff we talked about today. Hope you enjoyed it. I sure did. Yeah, this was fun just saying the two of us. Yeah. Should we, I, do, should we do more of these? I think we should do more. Let us know in the comments if we should. Yeah. Um, if you honestly, yeah. please do let us know in the comments. Because if you didn't like it, we won't yeah. do it. <laughs> Noted. No hurt feelings. Yeah. Maybe a little, but no hurt feelings. And we'll never do it again. Yeah. But if you want us to, let us know what we should talk about next time. Yeah. Give us more topics because yeah. that's um, fun and very helpful. Yeah. As always, you can... Follow us on Instagram at Squeeze Tay and Taylor. Um, also, Lemons by Tay on Instagram and lemonsbytay.com for additional resources. We have that email, which is below if you can't catch it as I'm saying it. Uh, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest, rest of your week. Rest of your week. We'll see you. West of your week. Yep. <laughs> rest of your week. Um, we will see you next Wednesday. And as my shirt says, tell someone that you love them. I like that. Yeah. 
today, by the end of the day, make sure you've told somebody you love them. I'm telling the person listening to this right now that I love you. Okay. You heard it. We love you guys. And we will see you next week. All right. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.